thought it's been a while since we've spoken about Pokemon cards. By a while, I mean about an hour. Yeah, yesterday. But, uh, yeah. What's going on, mate? Have you got any new cards? Any new additions? No, not really. Yeah, no? No, I no. have. I have. I've got, I've, I've got a fair few, actually, and... Um, Understatement. I've, I've got, I've, I've actually got uh, two big ones tomorrow, so you know me, you know I'm struggling trying to get a Lugia from Neo Genesis, um, there's a PSA 8 unlimited one going tomorrow, uh, it's already at 385, probably won't win it, um, and there's also a Shining Magic Carp tomorrow as well, which is at 210, so um, I'm going to evil PSA, yeah, PSA. And, PSA 8? Um, <clears throat> PSA 8, Lugia, PSA 9. Unlimited Magic Carp, Shiny Magic Carp. Okay. I'd be keen um, to know what the Magic Carp goes for. Well, at the moment, it's the lowest priced one, but obviously that can change now. You know, depending if you get a nutter like me, he's bidding on it. But um, yeah, so I either plan on winning both or winning one. I'm gonna try and win one at least. Plan on winning them all. Um, but yeah, I've got a few. I've had a few cards come through. I've yeah, is there any any promos you want to talk about? Or? Uh. Pff- well, any Black Star promo cards you want to talk about? Or? Well, yeah, I um, I got two cards which I never thought I'd ever own. Actually, uh, if I was being honest with myself, I thought that was just a dream, really. And uh, and they are quite rare, I think. I don't know. Maybe someone can pull me up on that. Um, they are the number forty and forty-one. So we are talking about the Pokemon Center promo, and we're talking about Lucky Stadium promo and uh both in mint condition you know that's not me being big-headed um when i got them i was like a kid in a candy store honestly i, I didn't and they're still in the top loaders because i don't want to touch them they are wrapped sealed they're not even in the folder they're just nice and secure and protected Very nice, and uh man. and Very honestly nice. sam when, when i got them i was just i mean you, you know i was just all over the place it, i was it was generally the most exciting card i've ever got in my life, <laughs> yeah, no, that's pretty amazing. To be fair, so they're quite rare, aren't they? Explain again how someone could have got hold of one back in the day. So you're either a drug dealer. No, sorry, um, you're either no. <laughs> that's you're... now, mate. So they were released in New York in the Rockefeller Center, um, which is now the Lego Store, but it used to be the Pokemon Center Store, um, and they were released basically on the opening day when you went through the door. And um, yeah, that's the only way you could get them. How long ago was that? Two thousand two. Fucking hell, nearly twenty years ago. Yeah, and um, obviously they're hard to get because they're only released in one place. They're an English English exclusive, um, and they're in America. So we're in the UK, and it's obviously they have to transition over here, mm. having gone to America to walk through the front door. So it's like these things have had journeys, and. Um, the guy who I bought them off of, I bought them for a thousand pound, both, which is a pretty good price considering they go for about six hundred each. Really, yeah. um, they came in mint condition, like I said, with the the promo cards as well as well as the sort of uh, I don't know what you call them, sort of advertising cards, I guess, with them. Whatever. That's really cool. Um, mate. That's yeah. a really nice addition. That's a that's a real collector's piece, right there. Well, this is it, and uh, that'll probably be the most expensive thing I ever buy because there is a level out there far beyond what we're at, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a contender in that. I'll just buy raw cards and hope they're the, hope for the best, really. Mm. But yeah, how about you? Um, so 
I'm still slowly chipping away at Rocket. I'm down to nine cards left now. So I managed to get myself the secret rare Raichu. Uh, pretty nice condition last week. Um, a couple of non-hollows left. And then the main one is, well, Charizard and Blastoise. I'm still after those. I actually also I started collecting his Japanese set. It's called Dream League. And I know you're not really into well, Japanese cards, but you're also not really into kind of modern modern no, cards. But I think me. you might really like this set because it's one of the first sets to introduce full art, um, not only full art trainers, but also full art trainer and Pokemon combinations. So one of the cards is like Lieutenant Surge with his Magnemite, for example. And there's like an Erica with a Vile Plume. And it's a really nice set. Really, really beautiful artwork. Um, so I've got... It's a, I think it's 76, it's 75 or 76 cards in the set, so it's quite a small set. But only 1 to 49 of those are actually like, actually part of the, the official set, and then the other 30 order are secret rares. Some of those secret oh, right. rares are stupid, like in terms of money. Like, there's a couple of them that are over 100 quid already. But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to complete Dream League. It's a really, really nice looking set. I'll have to show you, you know, once we're actually allowed to visit each other's houses after this fucking covid bollocks i'll show you i think you might actually really like it mate it's a really cool how, how, um, how much would you be willing to spend on a hollow dark charizard then if um, one presented yourself what would be the maximum you'd pay for a, for a mint condition a minute, I, I think no more than 150 to be honest because once you get past that i'd rather just buy one graded yeah for, yeah, for a dark Charizard, because I, I mean, sorry, I'm not my microphone then. I, oh. I would, uh, I would say, out of all of the kind of vintage Charizards, I would say the dark Charizard is probably behind Blaine's Charizard and base set. Uh yeah, I agree with you. I agree so, with you. So, you know, I think you could probably pick up like a PSA eight dark Charizard for like a hundred pound more, and I'd rather if I'm going to splash that kind of money on a card that I could get. You know, the same thing, but graded for a tiny bit more. I think I'd rather just get it graded. But I think 150 max is probably what I would pay for that. Obviously, if it was a different card, that price would change completely. But it's like the Shining Magic art we talk about. I really, really want that. Yeah. That card. I mean, it's um, it's a nice card. It's, it's the only one I need from Revelations. It's the only one I need from Revelations, and Lugie's the only one I need from Genesis. And it's just like... it's. You're talking about chase cards here, which are very, very popular and expensive. Probably the most expensive cards in the Near Destiny set. Mm. Near, oh, sorry, Near Revelations and Near Genesis Shines. sets, even. Yeah, for a fucking nightmare. Yeah, well, one day, mate. Um, well, actually, um, I actually said that to myself the other day. I actually said, look, even if I have to put these folders away for another five, six years and in a loft all protected and then getting back out, you know, that, that collection is still going to be a, my collection. And I'm still going to add to it then, mm. so I'm not. I'm not overly. But before I was a bit like, oh, I need to do it now. It's it's now or never, mm. and I don't think that I don't think that will ever be the case. I think my life will be different in six years. Hopefully, hopefully better. Um, and I'm just like, well, I might be able to get it then. You know. Yeah, no much, mate. That's the thing with these things, especially collecting. It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know the old saying. It's it's these things take time. Thirty take... years old mint cards coming through the post. Yeah, exactly. These things take a lot of time, and it's you know that's I think that's part of the enjoyment actually as well, isn't it? I I do wonder what these things will be valued at in fifty years. 
God knows, mate. I think... I think modern cards, some modern cards, I think, you know, obviously some people say we're in a bit of a bubble, and let's be honest, what, what the fuck do we know? But, I mean, I think modern cards will come down a little bit, you know, because there's so much of that product out there. I think all the Watsy stuff... I think it's only going to go up. So I think in 50 years' time, I think your base set Charizard is going to be worth, you know, God knows how much more. Because, especially now with the popularity, the Pokemon's that's like an all-time high. So everyone, you know, all the people that can afford it are buying that vintage product to either have in their collections or to open up on, on YouTube. And there's already such a shortage. Can you imagine how much of a shortage there's going to be in 30, 40 years' time? Like, <laughs> I dread... To think how much a base set, you know, booster pack would cost you in in thirty forty years time, you know, it's five six hundred now for an unlimited base set pack. Yeah, first edition you're talking a couple of grand. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in you know ten twenty thirty forty fifty years? It's dread to think. Could go the complete opposite way, of course, where these things are like pennies. You know, you find them under your sofa and shit. <laughs> But you that's know, the thing, I, I, I definitely, like I said, first of all, you know, important to say, we don't know what the hell we're talking about, but, but I genuinely, I do think that the modern stuff, I think, is going to maybe lose a, lose a tiny bit of value, some sets, maybe not, but I think the vintage stuff is it's only going to go up, I think, because it's going to be so scarce. Uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, people collect the, vintage, the the new stuff and, you know, fair play to them, some of them look nice, some of them don't, but... I suppose it's weird because modern stuff is only modern for a time and then you call it vintage after like, like five years or something. So, well, so it's, yeah. only, it's only modern for a bit. But the problem is is the demand, right? So these things are more popular than they've ever been. Mm. So it's not like your vintage stuff is the same as the old vintage stuff because it's not. It's like there was far less printed um, back in the day than there is now yeah and so yeah, you've got that true. like the amount of you amount of like good cards you can get from these sets now is ridiculous like and i still don't understand the difference between v max fucking g spot whatever the next one is <laughs> i, <don't know. laughs> I think know, like the big problem you've got now though is yeah we've touched on it in the past the big issue you've got now is that even if you wanted to start collecting now you can't you can't start collecting like new sets now because you can't get it anymore. You can't you can't go down to to Smiths or you know Tesco's and whatever and buy you know a pack of Pokemon cards. You could a few months ago. You can't now because the shelves get cleared out as soon as the stock gets. Yeah, yeah. You can't like, like even if you if you, if you're a new collector, you got to pay you know you got to pay way over the odds just to just to get a pack of this thing. It's mental. So I um I, I saw a video on YouTube and there was a queue in America in this store right and they were all waiting down this aisle for this bloke to stock up the Pokemon oh, and basketball God. and honestly Sam you should have seen it like this first bloke got in there with a trolley right arm on the shelf whack in seriously honestly Sam mental honestly it was like I was watching I was like like you know like if I feel like in England like we're a bit like Oh, I shouldn't take too many because the bloke behind me are going to get pissed off, whatever. Right? Mate, this, I, this bloke didn't give a shit. He was just like, mine. Well, the bloke behind him was like recording. He was like, oh, that, that guy's taking all the basketball cars. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I thought that, mate, but 
having seen some of what I've seen in the Facebook groups, you know, in the UK Facebook groups, it's made me sick, and uh, it's turned me off modern, like modern English. I do not touch modern English now. I'm done. Japanese. But is it like a jealousy thing? Not from you, but like people no, no. Like, it's who, a. Um, are they like? People... Oh, I didn't get there first, but they're they're reselling them. It's like, well, they got there first. They got there first, but I mean, I see both sides of it. Like, it's, it's technically it's fair game, but what annoys me is like that bloke in like Target, or what you just spoke about. Where I'm guessing it was Target or Walmart or something. You, first come, first serve. That's fine, but. From an ethical background, I couldn't do that because that that stuff, you know, is up there for for everyone. And I just, I've got too much of a guilty conscience, and it just, it makes me sick to see people going to B and M, emptying the shelves, you know, some some selfish bastard emptying the shelf just so he can sell it on and make a little bit of profit, and leaving nothing for anyone else. Because I think there's such a big difference between going to like a wholesaler, or a supplier. You know, that's fine. You're buying that with the intent to resell. But buying stuff that's open to the general public just to scalp... It's like the PS5s. Like, you get people... Let me touch on it again. But you had people, like, you know, getting five, ten fucking pre-orders. Like, that's wrong. I think I just think it's wrong. I know it's fair game, but I just feel like... It's the company's job to step in and say, you know, you limited one or two a customer, I think... But then the the other side of the coin, like, you know, people trying to make money and technically it's fair game. And if people, you know, are willing to pay what they're asking for, then, yeah, you know, then, you know, it's fair, I guess. Essentially, that's what business is, isn't it? You buy something cheap and sell it for more. But I don't know. Mm. There's definitely an ethical discussion to be had. It's put me I, off. It put me off English modern, mate. Well, yeah, this is it. I mean, um. I- what I will say is I do believe it all ends um, as soon as COVID's finished. I it's do definitely believe that. It's definitely going to be a... What, do you mean in general? Or do you think you mean just yeah, modern? Yeah, in general. Or? No, I mean everything. I think um, the limitations on graphics cards, PCs, gym equipment, Pokemon cards, <gasps> Sorry, PlayStation 5s, <laughs> Oh, you mean literally everything? Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you now, like um, even as even little things like desk chairs and office chairs and stuff... I'm um, I'm telling you now. As soon as COVID is over, and it will be over very soon, hopefully, um, people will have other other things to do with their lives. They'll yeah. be going out. They'll be back in the pub. You know, I know I will be, and they'll have less things to worry about. And people will be spending Monday to Friday, whether they like it or not, mainly back in the office or wherever you work. And people have less time to think about these things. You won't be spending all day on eBay refreshing the page. Mm. You know, you'll be out living your life and all this stuff if if there's anything we've learned during all this shit is like actually the things that we, re- we actually sort of enjoyed aren't that important you know maybe getting a Starbucks every day wasn't a good idea in the first place you know all that sort of stuff but if, we, if we, we've learned to live without and this is just a I do agree with this bubble theory but you know I don't like using the term but I, I do think that all of this demand will just fall off at fall off a cliff edge I honestly believe that yeah, definitely. I think definitely a few things will, 100%. It's not a coincidence that all this has come hand in hand with a pandemic which keeps you indoors. There's not. It's not a coincidence. And as soon as the pandemic's done in England, you know, I can't speak for other countries, but it will be over. It'll be over like the weather. One day it rains, next day it's sunny. Yeah. 
it's possible, it's possible. And that's what that's another thing. A lot of people are saying, you know, some people are investing heavily into like me Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> they're investing heavily into modern Pokemon, and it's like, you know, after COVID, if the if the bubble bursts, is it gonna be people, you know, sitting on a bunch of stock that they can't shift? Well, there'll be people using it as basically like fucking. They'll be dying to get rid of it because mm. it's worthless. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. if everyone's got it, it's worth nothing. Similar to the Grease, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's anyway, true. You know, uh, just throwing it in there. No, it's true, yeah. mate. It's up, true. up and everyone who did the college of BTEC. Um, <laughs> everybody yeah, got so, kicked out of business like us. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we've made a living. Um, but all all that being said, um, while the demand is there. The cards and the games. So, new games. Let's talk about that, yeah. Nice segue, I like that, I like that. So quickly, I'll I'll put this out there to the public. Opinion. Polls. Um, Shining Pearl. (laughs) Yeah. Brilliant Diamond. Or, the S&T version, Shining Pearl, Flawless Diamond. Already we know the answer there. When you mentioned that this morning... The more I thought about it, the more it made sense. Like, brilliant, brilliant. diamond. I mean, come up with a better name. For I get fuck's the coal sake. shine. You know that makes sense. Brilliant diamond. It's a diamond. Adequate diamond. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Flawless diamond sounds much better. Doesn't it? Mediocre diamond. Yay. Yeah. That's a. Uh... It's a diamond. <laughs> that's, that's pretty mad. Anyway, I'm look. guessing it's some kind of translation from Japanese. It has to be. If not, then what the fuck's going on? Diamond, diamond. Did you watch the? Uh, did you watch the? Uh, the announcement? I, I watched the 25 minute video. Yet, yeah, yeah, and uh, pretty What'd bad lips. Pretty bad lip sync. But I thought it was alright. <laughs> no, it was okay. Um, the games looked good. Not gonna lie, if I had a switch, I'd buy them. Um, the Arceus Legends one. For me, that's an interesting one because I think that's the next step going forward. This is going to be a guinea pig game, uh, and in five years' time, you're going to have an open world like game set of games like that, you know, which well, are much more polished. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what they're saying. I think they said that with this, they wanted to to take a step away from you know the standard Pokemon games. Trust me, new. They've they've confirmed it is going to be like an open world setting. Yeah. Um, and they said it's going to be like a feudal Japan inspired game so I think it's set quite a bit in the past which is quite cool I mean it it looks different a lot of people are comparing it to Breath of the Wild um, you know if anyone knows anything about games they'll know that Breath of the, Breath of the Wild you know has won numerous awards and is regarded as you know probably the best Switch game ever made and it looks you know it looks decent a big fan of open world games obviously a big fan of Pokemon I'm keen to see what they do with it it looks like Monster Hunter a little bit, just without the monster killing bit. It'll be like capturing. That's but, a good shout, actually. Yeah. But I tell you, what, in um, in three four years time, if it, if it works out, then me and you probably be be able to do Pokemon hunting online as nice. fucking sad mid thirties children. <laughs> well, you can do oh, it. Well. Sword and Shield. It's just Sword and Shield wasn't very good. <laughs> that was the name. That was the name of a book I almost writ. It is. It is. <clears throat> Or wrote. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I didn't want to be that person. It's actually wrote, mate. But well, we're, we're English, so. <laughs> when you're English, yeah. you can decide the language this and how true. it's said. This is true. 
Now, Sword and Shield, um, a lot of people have complained. The, the, Sword and Shield was kind of done a lot of hand holding. What do you mean? So, so it's like super easy. Oh, you know, no, it's, it's not really that. a lot of puzzle. You know, some of the things we, that you know, I don't like you, but some of the things I loved about the the older games was the Sylph Company. You know, and you do that the puzzle on the portals and the arrows where you spin around and all that kind of stuff. Like it wasn't not easy. an easy game. Some parts weren't easy. I remember Pokemon Yellow. Obviously, you start with Pikachu. The first gym leader is Rock, uh, Brock, which is a rock type. Rock well, God. <laughs> you got Pikachu, haven't you? Like it was hard. You had to, you had to catch a different Pokemon and train it up strong enough to be able to beat the Onix, because you couldn't do it with Pikachu. It was hard. You know, didn't hold your hand. Whereas Sword and Shield, there was a lot of hand holding. It was a bit kiddie. Um, yeah, you don't want any of that. No, so, I mean you don't want any of that. Let's not forget they are kids' games, but. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I suppose. But, but you know, it's, you still want a, a little bit of a, a little bit of strategy, and it just yeah, it wasn't amazing. But Pokemon Legends looks good, and obviously you got the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Did you play Diamond and Pearl? No, no, not at all. My my last and only game was uh, Emerald. Emerald, thinking about it. No, it wasn't. It was Heart Gold Soul Silver. Yeah, yes, Heart Gold Soul Silver, which was fucking but- amazing. Had it on the DS. Um, in my mind, that's still a modern console. So, uh, yeah, my flip screen DS in college. Yeah, it was good. It was good, but I never played Diamond and Pearl. So Diamond and Pearl, they were good. They they were very good. They introduced a lot of new legendaries, um, namely Arceus or Arceus, however you want to say it. But um, yeah, they're, they're very good. I think from what you know, from what I've read, I think this Pokemon Legends is kind of a sequel to Diamond and it, it's a prequel, sorry, to uh, Diamond and Pearl. So it's in that region, but it's set just before Diamond and Pearl. Um, Why did they choose Diamond and Pearl? Do you reckon? Um, well, I'm guessing it. So they obviously they remade Red, Blue, and Yellow because you had Fire Red and Leaf Green in the Game Boy Advance. Then they remade obviously Gold and Silver, Hot Gold, Soul Silver. But they they remade Ruby and Sapphire because you had Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, and the next the next games after that was Diamond and Pearl. So I'm guessing it was their turn. So it only means I guess and after this the next remake would be Black and White if they did do another remake. Yeah, they look really good. I did have those back on the DS. Um, obviously they introduced new evolutions as well. So you got Glaceon and Leafeon and Shittyon. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> but. Uh, no. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It'd be nice to have a good Pokemon game on the Switch. Um, and hopefully, you know, convince you to get a Switch and we can start <laughs> start like the old days, mate. And the good thing is you can play online as well. So we how, could. How uh, much is a Switch now then? Um, pretty get one for just under two hundred, maybe oh, around two hundred with the game. I spent that this morning, so it's fine. Well, the good thing about the cool thing about a Switch that I thought it was gimmicky at first was literally the, the switching, <laughs> pardon the pun, between <laughs> TV and handheld. Like you'd think, you know, it's just a gimmick, but it it really is you know, seamless. It works really, really well, and it's nice to be able to take a game from the console setting away with you. If that makes sense. So you know, yeah, if you were going yeah. on a train or a plane or you know, going on a long car journey, you've got. The, the full game with you it's not like a watered down version and uh, there's some really fun games I mean to be honest at the minute I'm not playing it much the last game I put a lot of time into on it was probably Breath of the Wild and Pokemon Sword and Shield um, 
me and Vanessa play a lot of Mario Party on like a Friday night or something. It's quite a good laugh. But uh, it's good, mate. I mean, I definitely recommend getting one. But for you, actually, I think uh, Breath of the Wild, mate, you would absolutely love it. You would absolutely adore that game. I think I probably would. I think it's I probably would. so fucking um, good. And it's massive as well. And it's really hard. I might really see if there's hard. a Switch available then. might try and grab one. Yeah, but if you do, mate, don't buy Breath of the Wild. I'm not going to play it for a while, so I've just borrow it off of me. It's, mate, you will be glued to that for so long. And what's I good about Breath of the Wild? There's no, there's no hand-holding at all. It's, no, that's good, I like that. It literally throws you straight away. You start off... I'm not going to spoil the story for you, but you start off and literally exposes you to this massive landscape. And before you know it, you're getting fucked over by some goblins. Like, there's... <laughs> Nice. There's no hand-holding at all. Um, and the story's brilliant as well. Graphics are amazing. You'd love it. You'd absolutely love it. Definitely look into it. And the good thing is, if you've got a Switch, mate, we can have some Pokemon battles as well. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be a... Sad as it sounds, that would be a pretty good drive to get it on as well, I suppose. I really um, miss those days. I really miss I, those days in college. Like, I, I have heard rumours they're thinking about bringing out a new console in, in Nintendo, so maybe the Switch will be a lot cheaper. But... Really? I don't know. Yeah, apparently they made new. They've got a new console. So I suppose it's yeah. been out for a while. Thinking about it, it's been um, you know, for a few years. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, mate. I think you'd. Uh, I think you'd absolutely love it. And the good thing is, well, like I said, is you can take it with you. So you know, just you could transition from playing it on your TV. To, you know, it sounds silly, but just even lying on the bed or having a crap. You know, <laughs> you you can take it anywhere, mate. Take it anywhere. Um, we've gone off on a tangent, as always. Um, did you happen to watch any of the concert? No. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I didn't watch Post Malone. I tuned in for maybe 30 seconds, and I thought, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind Post Malone, to be fair, but it was just really, really cringy. Um, it's the last thing yeah. I even want to talk about. Like, sure, some fucking... people liked it, but yeah, not for me. But it's exciting, you know, it's exciting. I'd be keen to see if they introduce any new Pokemon in uh, Pokemon Legends as well. Um, but I don't think they will, to be honest. I, I don't think we need any more, you know? Like, well, I suppose I only care for Gen 1, 2 and 3 anyway, really. Mm. So it's not even my decision, but... Yeah, I think just refine what you've got. That's, that's, what, that's the road I'd go down for a bit. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I would just love to see... I mean, they kind of... They remade... Red, blue, and yellow into Let's Go, which was kind of a hybrid of red, blue, and yellow and Pokemon Go. And it's not bad. It's just again, there's a lot of handholding, and it's not, it's not groundbreaking. But I would love mm. a properly authentic remake of Red, blue, and yellow. But that's not going to happen for a long time. I think the main one I'd like to see would be uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver on the Switch because oh, I'd love so like some sort of. Shadow of Colossus one where it's similar like say, say if they just combined all three games like one, Gen 1, 2 and 3 you know you get on your, get on your bicycle you can go fishing and you can just see how it's going to work that would be amazing do you know I mean like you'd be open world you could like trek the landscape on your bike you can pick up berries if you want to do like a berry contest or whatever I don't know uh, no but, I remember that yeah I remember that yeah 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 all, all that sort of stuff do you know what I mean like make it a massive open world game and people will be like flooding the streets with that 
Well, they tried. They tried to do it with Sword and Shield because you've got this big thing called the Wild Area, which is the main selling point of the game. I don't know if you remember um, in the original the Safari games, Park. You go to Safari Zone. Yeah, it's like basically it's a Safari Zone on acid. So it's a massive, massive, wow. massive area. And the problem is, there's not really a lot else post-game. So once you do the last gym and the Elite Four, there's a couple of little fights, and after that, it's just a wild area, and it's just boring. Like, uh, you know, back when, when we were playing Heart Gold and Sire Silver, there was, like, the grind to get a team level 100. So we could I love that each grind. Other. I love the that grind. grind. We must have fought the Elite Four about a thousand times between us. Yeah. But... There's something different about those games and the way it feels in Sword and Shield. Like, I don't know. Even things like, um, so you know how you used to have an XP share in the older games? Yeah. I'm such a nerd. But anyway, XP share. So you, obviously, if you wanted to level up a specific Pokemon, you'd make it hold the XP share, <coughs> and that would get yeah. off the XP from the one that fought. Yeah. So in Sword and Shield, every Pokemon has an XP share by default. Why? So they all level up Why? at the same time. That's rubbish. Yeah, they all level that up at the same rubbish. time. That is rubbish. And uh, yeah, it's some parts of it are brilliant, like graphics-wise. You know, it looks pretty good compared to the others. It's not amazing. Breath of the Wild is amazing, but I just I think it looks like Pokemon Legends is 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 improving on Sword and Shield yeah. big time. Yeah, it's so, the next step. Yeah, it's, it's the next step. So. Thanks for listening to another world-class episode of the SNT podcast. We will see you at the same time next week. And, uh... Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, that's all right. We'll just take out the... And, uh... See you next week. Cheers.